Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Order fulfilled and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Thanks to this Belly Up Media production. Some said we'd go belly up. So we made it our name. And we're still here. For the fourth episode of the Wrestling Addicts, I'm Matt. This is Sal. How you doing today, Come on, guys? What's up? I was telling Matt right when we got on. I said we got a lot to talk about tonight. There is definitely a lot to talk about, um, and it all happened around Memorial Day. And I hosted yeah. two barbecues. And I did not watch enough of Double or Nothing. I just, oh, it's just crazy. Uh, it was, listen, you were just saying. I watched enough, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, man. It was what? How long? It was about six hours. Six I hours. Had to do, I did coverage for the buy-in, too. So that started at 7 o'clock. And the show itself probably went to 1240, at least. That's I wild. Think that's, yeah, that's so I wild. did. I did a lot of coverage, and then the next night I did coverage for Raw, and that was three hours. So running on that's, fifteen hours of coverage. <laughs> that's a lot for a uh, for a Sunday night. Even though Monday was the holiday, that's still that's still a lot to oh, really. It was, it was a lot, and it was a long show. You know. Yeah. It had its up and ups and downs, but we'll 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 get to that. We'll get to AEW double or nothing. But 
I think we want to start off with the news around the whole wrestling world right now, and that's MJF. So Saturday, I'm on Twitter. You know, I'm scrolling, I'm looking. I see, you know, a bunch of the the people that I follow, fans, are, you know, they're saying, like, MJF, like, he, he didn't, he pulled a no-show. He pulled a Sasha and a Naomi. Mm. And I was like, what? Then Meltzer was, was reporting stuff. Um, you know, plane tickets, a plane ticket was purchased. So I was like, oh, what yeah. is happening? Like, it, it was just so confusing as to what was going on. No one really knew. And then, you know, which we could probably touch more on Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, he... I heard Gold like I read Goldberg was backstage at I AEW. Heard, I, I heard that, and I <laughs> knew like, I was. What? I was like, yeah, there's no. I don't think so. I mean, if MJF really decided to no show and not um have the master goal uh have the master Wardlow, maybe Tony makes an emergency phone call to Goldberg or somebody like that. But I don't think that was happening. Yeah, I mean. It's easy to make a storyline out of out of it if it mm. were to be the case, but right. you know it it wasn't. You know he showed up from what I heard. Did it open the show? Oh, it opened the show, and he got monster heat. It was like it, it, he is so good at getting just genuine heat. And they were they were chanting. He showed up. He showed up, and <laughs> I lost it at that point. I was like, "Oh my god, this is this is gonna be good." And it, you know, he got squashed by Wardlow, but that was gonna be the outcome. I think no matter what happened, if he didn't, it you know, MJF not showing up to a fan fest is messed up because people paid you know fans paid money to see him. Yeah. So you know that part of it is shoot you know he didn't show up and fans paid money like what are you doing but you know it led up to this promo last night on dynamite and i i still can't get over it honestly it was unbelievable i wish we could like play clips of it but i know i know there's certain restrictions with youtube right now a lot of people on twitter are getting copyrighted just because of that video. That's crazy. I, I, something tells me that Tony Khan and AEW do not want that video out there because they didn't even post it out. Well, they posted it on their Twitter last night, but then took it down. And now everything, now a lot of things are happening. He got MJF's merchandise off the website, his profiles off the website. So it, it's a work. They're all they're working everybody. They're working yeah. the dirt sheets. So um, <laughs> they're doing a good job at it. They yeah, really are, doing, you know. They're doing a good job, but everything MJF said last night was real. I mean that was it, a shoot. it was real. It was a shoot. But it's working into a storyline, I guess. I I guess. I don't know. No one really knows. Everybody's just saying, Oh, it's it's a work, it's a work, it's a storyline. Yeah. It it looks that way, but he was saying some heavy stuff last night that I don't know if Tony Khan would be okay with. Like, 
I mean, MJF literally called him a mark. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty tough. He called him a a fucking mark. Yeah, they bleeped that out. Mm-hmm. Listen, um, oh, we got we got TJ play it, get dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Um, <laughs> now you know what. Now I want you. Let me find it. Um, I don't know if you'll be able to find it because they scrubbed it right off the internet. I will take this laptop to my TV and I will play it from my DVR (laughs) because I always DVR. I DVR AEW all the time, you know, with hopes of just trying to find time to watch it. And I don't even have time to watch WWE right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's, I do my best, but I made sure with the hype around what happened with MJF, you know, I believe something that he, I believe that he was going to walk out or or maybe pull like an ultimate warrior be like I'm not going out there unless you pay me more. But then I saw him on on AEW and then they hyped up what he was going to say. It's it, it's 100% a work. It, it, it's a work. They would not <clears throat> He went too far for them to cut the mic. For it to not be, yeah, it's it's a work, but what he said is all true. It's I think I think I I put it this way: if you remember when Paul Heyman in '01 had a shoot promo on Vince, yeah, he it was basically the sports <laughs> entertainment promo and all that stuff. He, he, Paul Heyman tells a story that you know he, Vince had no idea what he was going to say. He just said, "Go out there and draw me money. Talk to people in the building." Oh, and wow. Vince just and Vince just stood there while Paul just reamed him, and it was it was unbelievable. But Vince didn't know. Vince didn't know what Paul was going to say. So I have a theory. Maybe Tony just said, "Yeah, go ahead, go out there, say whatever you want." Almost like with Punk back. Um, yeah, was it twelve, two thousand twelve, two thousand eleven, maybe? To eleven or twelve, yeah. Well, you, you it it was almost the same thing. Yeah, you go book, look back at that, and then look at this. And honestly, this—I have to say, this was better. I, I agree. I think it is. I think this one's better. MJF's. Uh, if you're going to compare pipe bombs, even though punks propelled him to the to the summer of punk, I agree with you that this one is a lot better. Mm-hmm. With it felt raw and real. Oh, yeah. So, where e- even when you first heard punks, you know, you're like, I'm sitting down, I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, I'm like, mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's saying that the company's going to be better when Vince is dead. Mm-hmm. But then again, it might not because he's going to pass it on to his doofus son in law and mm-hmm. his idiotic <laughs> um, daughter. So, it was like, you felt even, you know, with the ass kissing, talking about rock and everyone else who did it. You felt you felt what Punk was saying was mm-hmm. real, right? But the problem was they didn't fully capitalize on that back then. Listen, the money in the back mat, the money in the bank yeah. match was great. The blowing of the he kiss on the guardrail, yeah. and he walked out. But then, like he came back to you quick. They had that tournament for Cena to win, and there were two. They. They did not pull off it. They didn't execute that pipe bomb the right way, my mm-hmm. opinion. But I mean, MJF. It was okay. So it was okay you know, for the moment. 
but like where was it go and then, you know that's how i feel about this one where do we go for like where's M- if mjf is staying in aw which looks like he is where do they where do they go like are they gonna make tony enough like an authority figure which i hope they don't i really hope they don't go that route because he is not fit to be an authority figure he's horrible he's not I say it he's horrible <laughs> he can't shoot a promo his media scrum after double or nothing he was a disaster he was literally, he was making no sense he was just rambling i was ready for it's still real to me damn it that's, that's what, what i, I was waiting for like that's i was, what I, get I, was when like, he does it. I was like what like, he doesn't his promos make no sense he, it was almost like he just he has like a panic attack in the ring yeah it's well i don't get it i don't get it either and I don't – I agree with you. I don't want him as an authority figure. No. He's, listen, Samoa Joe debuts. He's on the ramp like, yay! Like, can you you knew he was Vince, there. Can you imagine Vince McMahon doing that? No. Vince McMahon no. would have just like put his hand out and then say, hey, here he is. Like, but that's, oh. see, that, that's what Vince does though. Well, yeah, that's what he did with Bischoff. You know, mm-hmm. he announced Bischoff, which at the time was humongous because there was little maybe around a year after WCW was they purchased it. And, yeah, you know, like bringing on. him back was like, wow, he he legit tried to put you out of business. He challenged you to fights on WCW TV and you never, you know, you didn't do anything with it. So I agree. I don't. And, and, you know, when he was cut on the promo, MJF, little keywords like bullshit, saying shit, you know, him taking off his gimmick scarf, which I think was perfect because he took the scarf off to let you know that this isn't my character talking. This is me talking. Well, actually, he he says Maxwell talking or whatever. Yeah, and even taking the scarf off, throwing it down, you know, Mm -hmm. that's... And it was great because the crowd is chanting, shut the fuck up as he started. And mm-hmm. then I, I watched it live last night and I thought it was fantastic. Oh, <laughs> I, I put it, Yeah, I put it up there. Honestly, top five. I, he might be the best one. I, I, I mean, you have to go back. Maybe I put Heyman in front of his. But I think I have MJF's jump over Punk at this point. Uh, yeah, I, I would, I would definitely say MJ MJF's is better. It, it, I think it's my favorite because it's the it, listen. It got me talking. It, it has mm-hmm. everyone talking about it, and you know, it's oh, yeah. not like it's not like you know when Punk did it, WWE needed it. I feel like this could be like a nice adrenaline boost for AEW. Because well, I caught myself watching it, you know, even like right. I was do- dozing off. I was trying to stay awake. The Rangers were on, you know, it was pouring rain. I, I was just like, I'm like, you know, let me see. Let me see what happens, what they do. And I love, you know, I even showed it. <laughs> I played it for my wife. For a non-wrestling fan to watch mm-hmm. it. I wanted to try to see like what she thought. And she's like, is he fired? Is this legit? Like, how? Can <laughs> yeah. you, she's like, I wish I could say that to 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 my boss, and I'm like, listen, me too. It's the way you get away with it in wrestling. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. 
but it was great because I was I was telling her I'm like they're all chanting you know shut the fuck up to start and then I'm right. like just watch watch what happens oh they and turned they turn and I I when I was doing live covers I made note of that and I was it was everybody was saying yeah that was like unbelievable how that happened like he went from monster heat to wow this guy's like legit like all right we'll cheer for him. We they're all like, like they're like crazy. Hmm. They're like he's kind of onto something. Even when they were yeah. he, listen, when he said, you know, he only opens his pockets for ex WWE guys. Is that the first time that they actually mentioned WWE by name? No, they've no, Punk's they've done been, it before, right? I feel I, like Punk's yeah, done I, it, or somebody's done it. Somebody definitely has done it before. I think Tony himself may have may have done it. I don't. I don't. You know. I don't remember. This no, they definitely special. somebody. Yeah, it was because everything he said was true, Spot and some on. of the things, some of the things he said, you know, the hardcore AEW fans don't want to admit, and that's the problem. You know, that's the problem with wrestling right now. You know, no one wants to admit like that the the company that they cheer for has problems when then there's somebody like me like i like both sides so i don't cheer for like either of them i just like both sides and they both have problems and they both have good things but yeah I agree. there's mjf kind of like he, he exposed a lot he did and i hope that it goes somewhere positive because I was thinking I too, so. I'm like, I'm like after Warload, after this whole Triple H, you know, Batista like storyline, mm. it's like, where does MJF go from here? Like, well, like, like, like yeah. what is the next step for him? Because it, to me, you know, Warload should be on his path. I feel like eventually to the TNT title. I hope so. Slow, slow, slow with him. There's mm-hmm. no need to, you know, step on the gas and push Although it as hard. I, I hated his. He just had that great, you know, moment with MJF at Double or Nothing, and their crowd's super over for him. And on Dynamite last night, they had him face some jobber. And. Then Mark Sterling comes out with security, and that it was just such a corny segment for a guy that's super over right now. Like, what, why? Like, like just have him face someone more established. I, I, I hate that was the one part of last night that I hated. I didn't get it. I feel like they should. That should be their clear path, right? Because he's the future. You know, you have right now, you have Mox, you have Punk, you have Daniel Bryan. Oh, I'm sorry, Brian Danielson. And I feel like these main guys, Jericho as well, is to get attention to AEW because they're established because uh... they're ex-WWE guys. So by putting them, you know, in, a, you know, an exposed type of role to where, you know, they're always – you know, you know about them all the time, but like, oh shit, Adam Cole's over there. Oh, Keith Lee's over there. You know, <laughs> I don't know if people care about Adam Cole anymore, which is <laughs> yeah. a whole other thing. 
But I feel like I agree with you. No more corny shit. You know, just yeah. push this guy, make him your guy. He should be your guy. When you think of AEW, you shouldn't be thinking about, you know, X New Japan, Ring of Honor, or TNA WWE guys. Build your own talent. And you have that opportunity because you're taking on people that didn't really get a chance anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And you can make them your own. The roster's way too bloated. Tony has gone. I, I just don't understand why he has to bring in. And you know, they, he just brought in John Morrison, and it, he he hasn't won a match yet for the last two weeks. They put him on the TV with two matches, and he lost both of them. Did Against... he just come in to put? Did he just come in to put everybody over? Like, why? Why are you giving him these spots? I don't understand it. And listen, not a knock on Johnny Elite, but yeah. you know him. It doesn't do anything for people to beat him. I feel him jobbing out. You know, I feel like doesn't do much. Like he beat you know Miro beat him. I don't like like what great return match for Miro. You yeah, know, he's back. Bring in, Finally. bring in his hot ass wife. Put them together. Not because WWE did it. Because she's a smoke and they're really married. It's legit. You know, put them together and and let's see what happens. You know, don't have her talk with a fake Russian accent, you know, and (laughs) she lost that after a while. What happened to it? Did you forget to speak speak Russian? I think TikTok happened and she started, you know, using social media more and just didn't really want to talk like with a fake, terrible Uh Russian accent, <laughs> and she was also in Pitch Perfect, I think. Well, she, I don't know. Yeah, I, I know that. I don't know how I found that out, but she's in Pitch Perfect. But I agree with you. Not to get too too off topic, is that you know, MJF, Warload. I feel like these are guys that you could literally build a whole entire company around. Or and hand over to Vince McMahon. <sighs> I mean, maybe that part was true. What he said, you know, maybe he, maybe he meant, maybe he meant it. You know, would you like me better if I was an ex WWE guy? So, listen, That's, it's seems to it's be on possible. Tony's radar. I, I, I have a hot take. I'll, I'll just throw out this hot take. I think twenty twenty four January first, MJF will be in WWE. Uh, it's just I, I I mean maybe not on that exact date, but you know weeks after his contract ends or a month maybe a few months. So what you're saying is MJF is going to win the 2024 Royal Rumble. I don't. Know I don't think he'll win. I'd, I don't know if they'll keep him off television that long after his contract ends. I think. I can see him having a match at SummerSlam, maybe. When maybe does his contract end? January 1st, 2024. Throw him in That's the Rumble. That's when his contract ends. When's the Rumble's in end of what? January. Yeah, then throw him in. I didn't think you know? about it. I, I, you know what? That's right. Who knows? But Why I agree. Not? He He will definitely... He would definitely be in WWE, for sure. I, it's just... it's. If they were watching last night, see, and this is why I, I, you know, Tony's smart 
if this was a work, but MJF is smarter. That promo MJF is very smart. That promo put him on the map and WWE already knew who he was, but now they're like, holy shit, this guy's good. This guy's good because j- just how he has the crowd in the palm of his hand from mm-hmm. chanting shut the fuck up to cheering him, essentially. And what I saw on Twitter, which further, you know, how you were saying, you know, his merch is off. He's off the website. It's a work. But also, who knows? Maybe he went a little, a little overboard with, with, well, with, no with what he right, was saying. You know, right now, no one knows. It's you know, people are just assuming it's a work, and you know, it is. But you know, you don't know what happened. Maybe he did piss somebody off in the back after that, and Tony said, "You know what? Forget it. Leave." No one did, knows. Did you see fan video of? After the bro- yes. after that ended with Punk coming out, yep, and then yeah, I don't know. Who, there was somebody else at the entranceway, and I couldn't make out who it was. I gotta go but look, go back and look. But yeah, I didn't. I guess I think Punk is trying to take the role of Tony's guy. You know, just uh, like the way Cena took. Vince, like if Cena was Vince's guy, now okay. Punk is Tony's okay. guy, but it wasn't on television. They didn't televise that, so it wasn't on TV. Mixed and signals. from what I've heard, they did not mention it once on the broadcast no. after that. No, yeah, and when I was in coverage, I actually said that I was like, they didn't, they like no sold that, like they didn't say anything about it. But that that could be in part of their plan. Could be all yeah, it's it's very interesting to see to see where this goes, and I honestly, I hope, I hope it doesn't. They don't fuck it up. I really do because I'm, I'm not saying that, that that they will, but I feel like in wrestling lately, when there's a, like really hot angles that like you want to <laughs> get behind, they right. get messed up. So mm-hmm. like you know, in WWE, the tag title unification, that's a mess. So you know. Roman is, you know, thankfully that storyline is going well. Cody's going well. So there is, you know, they do break the norm to where certain hot angles, you know, aren't buried by themselves. So really, it's just, listen, I'm going to tune in next week to find out. I'm not going to, I mean, you know, it's, if they don't mention it at all, then it's like, okay. Right. Uh, Like what's happening? They could be content. I mean, maybe next week they, you know, they don't talk about it. They don't have MJF on. It could just be leading up to something bigger. But if it continues to happen week, you know, month after month, then, you know, you know something's up. Unless he's taking time off, but I doubt it. It's funny because he's 26. Like, what time does he need to take off? He's young. This is, listen. I don't think they would start this if he was taking time off because it's almost like this is hot and you got to keep right. Going. Y- mm-hmm. You need to keep, you know, slam your foot on the gas, keep going and, and, and let's see, and let's see what happens. And hopefully they, they do that because I don't want to see something like this, you know, fizzle out. No, me either. The only way they would ruin this is if Tony's on screen. 
if Tony's on screen, then I'm just gonna. I'll see where it goes, but after yeah. a while, I'm just gonna be like, all right, like I, I can't. I just can't watch him. I I love AEW, but I just he's just not a good on screen character, and he's not he's too I think erratic. He's, he's too erratic is a good way to put it, and he's not Vince McMahon. He's not Mister McMahon. You know what I mean? Like he he will never recreate that character. So. Yeah, it's never going to happen again. It'll never happen again. So he should just stay wherever he is and just stay backstage and produce the show. Tony's promo skills are equal to Vince McMahon's wrestling skills. They're they're both terrible. No, I wouldn't even say that. It's like his his promo skills are like, uh, I don't even know who to compare it to. It's just... It, it, it's almost like if you gave a fan a mic, if you gave if you gave somebody in the front row and said, "Hey, just put you to promo," and that's what it would sound like. You know what? I would love to do that. I, I would I would cut promos. You know, I would be ready. That's what it would sound like, and, and that goes off to what Tony um, MJF said last night. He said you should be out there with them, with the fans. Love that. Love and that the, because it's true. It, sometimes crowd went silent for that one. Crowd went like, silent for that one. They were like, "Uh oh, like he's talking about us." <laughs> yeah, it's but funny. We'll it it's you're, uh, and it's interesting because you know, clearly Sasha and Naomi walking out, you know, was a shoot. They really did yeah, it. They were uh, fed up. I don't know what so, happened with that one. So WWE released a press statement like that night, mm. like. Like the fucking rock walked out. Like, oh, the fans are so disappointed, and you know, not see. Yeah. Listen, and the fact that you, you know, I don't want to get too much into them again, but the fact that you're dropping the women's tag tournament is proof alone that they were right. But to compare the two, even though they're not the same, it's so funny how WWE made that mess bigger. <laughs> by releasing a statement on something that legit happened to where with AEW, you're almost like, all right, I don't know what's happening. And they didn't talk about it afterwards and they didn't release any sort of statement saying like, Hey, you know, we apologize for the actions, you know, of MJF and what he said, it's, you know, we're taking care of it. So to me, it's almost, I think it's better they didn't say anything because now it's like, holy shit. It's like, what is happening? It's better that they didn't say anything about the promo, but the fan fest part is where that's the part where it's like, well, you should at least apologize to people that just spent money and like, I think, I don't don't know the exact number. I think it was like $250, like more to see. Just for him? Just for him, it was. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but it was like those people just lost some money because he didn't show up, and you're not going to say anything. Like I don't know. I don't know. I've been to WrestleMania Access twice. Once in New Orleans for 34, and then uh, in Brooklyn. It was in Brooklyn for 35. Yeah, their their access was you pay to get in for Mm -hmm. that day. I don't think it was time, like a certain amount of time. You pay for that day, you get in there. And then if you wanted to see like some of the non-premium people, like 
Mm-hmm. You would wait online. I met Leo Rush, Alistair Black, Shinsuke, uh, Natty, and this was all within the same one that you're waiting on. You move right. to one, smile, take a picture, move on to the next one. But then they had like special premium ones for like Roman, The Miz. I think, I think that that's what this one was. I think it was like a premium. And I want to say that Ladarius agrees with you because he just commented and saying it was enough money to be pissed about, in my opinion. By the way, hey, Phil, hey, fellas. What's up? What's up, Ladarius? How's it going? And I went to, when I went to the Access, they had the premium ones where you pay 150 and it was, a, it was VIP and it was a lot of money, right. kind of like what, what Ladarius was, is saying. Mm hmm. But what they what happened was I think the Miz or someone backed out or not backed out, but there was a, some sort of scheduling thing, and they replaced them with Kofi. And this was Monday; mm-hmm. he just won the title the night before. So you had Kofi with the belt, you know, VIP. Right. I I want to say they had to have exchanged, you know, with someone equal or. Maybe on a different level to MJF. I, you know, I didn't hear about it. I didn't hear about it. And you know what? There was also, um, I think, like a scheduling issue with Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe was supposed to be there, and he just there was a scheduling issue and didn't show up. So, seems like that whole event was kind of a mess. So, what was not a mess from? I believe what you were saying and, you know, the reaction on Twitter was AEW double or nothing. Right. Now, six hours was a long time. Uh, I was especially doing coverage for it. <laughs> I had a six hour barbecue with the in-laws. So I don't know what was ah, there we go. double or nothing or the barbecue. So <laughs> it might've been double or nothing. <laughs> what did you think of it? You know, I want to know what you thought of it, and my wife heard what I said, and she gave me a look. Um, <laughs> I want to know what you thought of AEW, and I also want to hear about any challenges that you come across when, when you're doing the live tweet and for, for Wrestling Inc., because, um, you know, that's where you can be found, and I threw it, I threw your handle up there for... Those who are watching, you know, you could see the little um, banner at the bottom. For those mm-hmm. who are only listening, you know, Sal live tweets a lot of the main shows, you know, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, as well as the pay-per-views. And that is over at Wrestling Inc. And that is Wrestling, W-R-E-S-T-L-I-N-G, Inc., I-N-C. And you could find them on Twitter, and Sal is a part of that team, and he keeps up with a lot of the live tweeting, which I find hard to do. You know, like I'll say at like seven thirty on a Monday night, I'm like, "Yes, let's go." Yeah. Well, I don't, yeah. I, I don't get excited for Raw. It's the complete opposite. I think maybe <laughs> there's definitely no "Yes, let's go." It's more like, "Huh, it's almost eight o'clock." Let me charge my phone. Right. I, I for me, it's hard to stay so engaged doing that, and that's only yeah, only three hours. You did six hours of AEW, so mm-hmm. do you find yourself 
you know, as a fan, it's like watching it, or is it more like, oh, you know, I gotta, I gotta work, and let me make sure that I don't miss anything. It's, I guess you could say it's a little bit both. You know, I watch it as a fan, but you know, I also have to like, you know, create engaging stuff on Twitter. Yeah, you know, and follow along what's going on you re- when the promos are going on you really have to pay attention because that's the promos get the most like the lines in the promos get the most engagements on twitter like the mjf stuff on wednesday night last night oh it got so many engaged it was going crazy with engagements just on that's awesome certain parts of his promo that i like you know i quoted and it it went crazy last night, but for Double or Nothing, it's my, it's my biggest show that I've done for live coverage. So that's cool. At, at, at the twelve o'clock, you know, actually maybe like at the eleven thirty mark, I was kind of like, "Oh my god, can we speak? Can we speed <laughs> this up?" Even yeah. as a fan, like even if I wasn't working, I probably would have felt the same way. Like, all right, like let's go. Like I want to go to bed. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. I feel that. That happened. That happens all the time. Um, so what did you think of it? Like, I want to, like, give me your... Give me it your was, highs and, and your lows because six hours is a lot to get into. Oh yeah, you know I don't think we have that much time no. to do that. <laughs> no, it, no, so it was, whew, it was a lot. I, you know, it was a, it was there was highs and lows. There was you know the anarchy in the arena match with Jericho and his group, and then um, Moxley and Danielson and Eddie Kingston and Santana Ortiz. It wasn't a. I wouldn't call it a match. It was like a brawl. It was an arena okay. brawl, but it was awesome. It was an awesome mess. I guess you can put it that way. It was like a car wreck. Um, so I enjoyed that, but it was a little hard to keep up with, especially when you're doing live coverage. You have yeah. to like. I, I was like, oh my god, like I don't know what to do here. It's like crazy, but. I think I even I think I even tweeted out at one point. I was like, "Okay, this is insane. I don't know what to do." <laughs> I just tweeted. I just tweeted that out. I was like, "I don't know," but it was it was just it it was a mess. But every part of that mess was great. I loved it. Um, and who won I, that match? Jericho and his little appreciation society that he likes to call. And you got that beat, wrong. And they beat. Oh, you got that wrong. Yeah, I think we picked. Uh, 
Did I, I get that we, one wrong? I think we picked the BCC, right? Oh, I probably did. And you know yeah, what? Yeah, we That's, did. And as that match ended, I was like, you know what? This is a horrible ending. They beat Danielson at the end, which I can't believe Jericho beat Danielson. I mean, Jericho is Jericho, but you shouldn't be beating Danielson at this point. No. Um, I don't think there's any reason for that. No, and I, it was just stupid. And now they're having a uh, blood and guts match later this month between the two groups. So they're, they're going to continue this feud. But I, I, I liked it. I, I liked this little, I guess you can say, arena brawl or whatever they called it, anarchy in the arena. But it was just a brawl. It kind of felt like ECW back in the day. Oh, okay. I got yeah, it. Was a, that's something I have to go back and watch then. And then for me, I you know, some people disagree with me on this one, but um, Punk and Page, the main event, was probably the match of the night for me, at least. I felt like even the, there were a few slip-ups. Punk botched a few moves. He botched the uh, Buckshot Lariat t- twice. Huh. I don't know why he went for it after he botched it the first time, but I think he... Old man Punk. Old man Punk. Um, but that was a match of the night for me in the moment of the night, having Punk win. He... I, I just... I thank God that Paige's, <laughs> Paige's reign is over. His page... They need to do something else with him. Move him to the TNT title picture or from back in the tag team division. Do something different. Where does he go from here? I mean, with I his his reign was pretty meh. It was so it's like, what happens now? I, I'd put him right in the TNT title picture at least. Or maybe have Omega come back and put them back in the tag team or something like that. I would do that. WWE should let go of Roddy Strong. Let him he go. Out. I'm listen, honestly, I tried to watch NXT and I don't um, blame him. I don't blame him. It's... Let Roddy go, right? Put the Undisputed Era back together. Bring back Omega. Put Omega Hangman in the Bucks. And then, you know, you have a you have another stable, four and four. And maybe, listen, I don't care that WWE did it. It fucking worked. Put the Undisputed Era back together. At least within that group, Cole looks like the leader. You know? And, like, it it bothers me so much because I like Adam Cole a lot. I like Adam Cole at this point. it's And, by the way, I guess we can move on to that. He won the Owen Hart tournament. So him and his girlfriend, Britt Baker. Britt Baker won, too. And... I think I said last week it would this win would do a lot for him, but we said it for both I, of them. Well, yeah. I think we picked we picked Cole to win it because we were yeah that's right we were saying that he he could use it because he's just floundering at this point it, in a way just, to where it's like what do you it's like where does he go from here he's he lost what two or three AEW championship matches. He's losing yeah, to Orange it's... Cassidy. You know, it's listen, dude, have a fucking protein shake, hit the gym, you know, put on <laughs> some mass. And I hate saying this, but like, even if he just had like a Shawn Michaels like physique that he loves so much, he looks just good in fit it. Fit it. He does. He looks... I, I, I think he stopped. 
I think he like stopped training or doing something. Maybe there's it, no performance center in in Florida. No, no, there's no performance in center in AEW. But... They don't use a performance center in AEW. They just you know have their guys fall on their heads. Listen, maybe <laughs> maybe Tony Khan should you know. Bring Cole and a few other guys to you know the Jacksonville Jaguars training facility and be like, listen, Why? guys, it won't do them any good. Yeah. Jaguars stink. <laughs> Don't tell that to Rook. Duval. <laughs> oh, that, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, He's, he but, loves uh, the Jaguars. That's right. I uh, you know, it just I, I hope Adam Cole goes somewhere now from here. But I don't know. Even after that win against Joe, I just felt like. Eh, this isn't the same Adam Cole I saw in NXT. Yeah, it's just not. I agree with you. I think maybe that's why. You know, listen when when your girlfriend looks bigger than you, like Jack wise. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's a problem. And listen, I love yeah, Adam Cole. Problem. I go, I go, whoa, Matt O'Day, baby. Like I do that. <laughs> like I'm a huge Adam Cole mark. You know, I'm like I Tony Khan for Samoa Joe, but it's just for me, it's presentation is key in wrestling. It wow, always yeah, is. Yeah. You know, it, when yeah. when Triple H made all those changes to, you know, NXT and even, you know, just WWE in general with the Titantrons, you know, the the LED apron. Right. It, it just it makes the presentation better and it keeps you involved in it. So I feel like great for Adam Cole for winning the you know the Owen Hart Cup. But what does what what is that going to do for his presentation? Is he going to walk around with a trophy and a Owen Hart championship belt? That it's it, yeah. I don't know what they're going to do with it. Britt Baker I, I, did not I, yeah. need to win hers, so it's no. But once Adam Cole won, once one of them won, you knew the uh, Burt Baker was going to win. You know, Cole won, and then Burt Baker won, and they had the matching gear on. It, it was just obvious. They made it obvious. Yeah. But the match that kind of upset me a bit, and and parts of this was kind of hard to watch. The Young Bucks and the Hardys, and. The beginning of this match was just sad. It was just, it felt like, you know, we were, I'm used to seeing the Hardys moving great and, you know, being the Hardys. And it was just the beginning. It was like it was moving in slow motion. You know, I heard Jeff, that. I... Jeff looked, Jeff just didn't look right. He just, and his, then his boot came undone. His boot was like undone, and then it was undone for the rest of the match. And you can go fix it. I, I it, something was very off. Something's very off about the Hardys. I don't know what it is. I saw that people on Twitter were like concerned. They're like, yeah. they're like, uh oh, victory road again, or uh, or I'm... something. You know, you had people saying, oh, I guess WWE was right, you know, or whatever. So yeah, I it, mean, it, to me, it was bad. To me, from the little clips and stuff and the pictures that I saw, to me, it looked like that Jeff Hardy, to relieve some of that pain, should probably go to canadipcbd.com, you know, our sponsor. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> because not only 
not only is it not addictive, which would be perfect for Jeff Hardy, but it's new, it's innovative, it's non-messy, no tobacco. It's the OG CBD dip pouch. And if you take a look at the ticker on the bottom, if you're watching, go to the website, use the code BELLYUP20 and save 20% on all orders. Literally, you're not sure if you like it, order it once, use the code, you become a fan, get different flavors, use the code over and over and over again, and you save 20%. For those who are listening via all the fabulous ways to hear us, go to canadipscbd.com and I will spell that for you. It's C-A-N-N-A-D-I-P-S-C-B-D.com. Use the code BELLYUP20 and you will save 20% on your first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, all your orders. Jeff Hardy, if you are for whatever reason <laughs> listening to this or this comes across you, uh-huh. my, my my bro, I hope you're okay. Take this CBD, stop doing the hard shit, and you'll be fine. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, you know what? I love the Hardy boys, but uh, I think time <laughs> is passing them up. I love the Hardy boys too. I've always been a Matt guy. Obviously, we share the Ooh. same name. I know. I you know what? Je- I not. I I was never. I Matt to me. I was like Matt just bores me. I don't know why he just bores me. It's Jeff that made that team. I thought Matt. The only, had the only the time lady. Matt Matt excited me during the Edge feud with Lita. <sighs> that was okay. the one time where I was like, "Wow, Matt, this is really good." But. It just that was the only time where he, when he was a single, I was like, "Wow, this is really good." And then when he started doing the delete stuff, I liked him then too. But the Edge stuff was great. I always liked Matt Hardy, version one. I listen. He had Lita back then during the Attitude Era. It was Trish and Lita. If you oh, if yeah. you weren't with Trish, you had Lita. That's that's the, that is the best thing. So I was always a Matt guy, and I was huge, huge into the Matt effects. Obviously, Matt, yeah, Mattitude, Mattitude. I my my friends were calling me Mattitude. Like, hey, <laughs> Mattitude version one. I'm like, I like this. Keep doing it. For the longest time, I was even posting Matt effects on Twitter, just like he would. And you know what, Matt Hardy, I don't like mustard either. So it's <laughs> he was always my guy. Jeff, I like Jeff. I, I not like I didn't like Jeff. I just I've liked Matt a little a smudge better. Only because right. everybody was such a Jeff Hardy fan. Right. Yeah. Well I, I right, just so, hope the Hardys can figure it out. <laughs> I think maybe they're on the wrong side of the ropes at this point. You know, when Matt was big money, Matt, and he was you oh, know, a was manager. Horrible. Right. But I feel like he shouldn't. It, it's past. Their, they need it, to be. It's past their time. They need to be put in the right match. And I don't think a match with the young bucks anymore is the right match. You Who know. would be in in AEW right now for them? Because I mean, clearly they're a tag team. 
They're like, not going to go in the same Jurassic direction. Express. I was just put thinking him in the ring, Put them in the ring with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Have them do, you know, easy stuff, easy work. Young Bucks, you're not... It's a lot, you know, a lot of flips, a lot of dives, a lot of kicks, kicks, super kicks. It's it's a lot. Super kick party! But do you yeah, think maybe, uh, maybe that is Tony Khan's issue, is that... Well, Tony Khan has a lot of issues. (laughs) I feel like Tony Khan just like wakes up one day, you know, he looks, he looks at his toys that he has around and he goes, (laughs) I remember the Hardy boys. I'm going to go sign Jeff. But like, you're not getting, you know, you're not getting Jeff Hardy from also, if you're interested in this, these will be selling on whatnot. You could find me at wrestling addicts. We will be hosting. Yeah. It's Batista. It's I don't know why the camera's so like not nice to the animal, but it's Batista. Uh, it's the Ultimate Edition Target exclusive. We'll be selling on whatnot, which you can find me over at Wrestle and Addicts if I don't knock everything down. And I'm gonna be doing a cool live mystery show. So right. tune into that. But another segue. I feel like that's the main problem with AEW is that Tony, Tony's, he is a fan. He's a Mark. That's what he is. I'm a fucking Mark, you know, whatever, you know, it's even though I'm a working Mark. (laughs) Yeah. I was telling my wife that Mark is like one of the most disrespectful things you could say to a, to a wrestling fan. I feel like, Oh, you fucking Mark. I I I don't know why people care so much. I don't get that. It's, I feel like certain people have different definitions of what a mark means. Like it's yeah, like definitely. oh, it's like oh, you don't know, you know, it's you know, it's not real, right? You mark, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. listen, I know it's not real, but I'm still, I'm still invested in it. You know, I still care right. about it. I understand the, I don't, the lines don't blur me. But mm-hmm. this MJF, that's what it's doing. It's blurring the lines, and that's what Tony should focus on. Focus on young guys who could move and do it in the ring. And people like, you know, guys like the Hardys, mm, not so much. Maybe, maybe just, it's not bringing time. name value. That's all they're doing is bringing name value anymore. But you have everyone else for that. You have, have... you have, you know, Brian Danielson. You have Regal, Moxley, Jericho. You oh. know, you have Miro. You have other people that know who these are that can, you know, mm-hmm. get your attention out there. But so you were saying that the Hardy boys match was not your favorite and no. that disappointed you for those who missed the show. What matches would you say we should go back and see? Go watch Anarchy in the arena. Go watch punk and page. Um, and you know what? Go watch. And this was a surprise. Actually, it wasn't so surprising. Go watch Death Triangle and House of Black. I thought that was really good. Who won really that one? Uh, House of Black. Yes. Yeah. And that I, was I, our I, one difference. One difference. And you got it. But that was... Uh, <sighs> if you're going to watch a match, go watch that one. Okay. Punk, Page, and Anarchy in the Arena. Alrighty. What else? Um, is there anything else that you wanted to touch on from um, AEW? Good, yeah. bad? An outcome that you were surprised about? Mm, not really. I mean, yeah, I, 
the Serena Deeb Thunder Rosa Women's Championship kind of surprised me a bit. It was it was pretty good, but I wouldn't I wouldn't go rewatch it. But <laughs> okay, <laughs> it was it was a good match, but I wouldn't I wouldn't sit down and rewatch it. And Kyle O'Reilly versus Darby Allen was an okay match, but there was no story, no nothing. It was just like put in there. They were just like, okay, we need a match. Let's okay, put, have Kyle and Darby go have a match. They like, didn't. They didn't need. They didn't need it, a match. From from what it, I no. heard, that could yeah, someone was saying that it could have been on dynamite. That it was a twenty-minute yeah, match. Wow. Oh, that had to be a twenty-minute match at least. Fifteen, twenty minutes. That's crazy. It, it, it could have saved me some typing, but that's all right. <laughs> all right. Um, what what grade would you give it? Out of ten, I'd probably give it a seven. Okay. I'll give it a seven. Just, that doesn't the, upset anybody. <laughs> it, the, the booking, the booking of it, and leading up to it was sort of just non-existent. I guess you can say, other than the MJF Wardlow yeah. match, which obviously had a lot of builds around it, and sort of the Punk and Page that that had some build to it too as well. But the rest of the, the rest of these were just thrown together, or they had like a build up for two weeks like what you know this is a big pay-per-view and you only have a build up for two weeks some of these matches i don't know it just some of these matches were just cold matches to me yeah were they but they was it like wrestlemania backlash to where like there was no really build and the matches kind of felt thrown together and it was like a banger no i wouldn't no I think WrestleMania Backlash surprised people because every match was, I mean, great. It was fantastic. Yeah. But this one, I wouldn't say no. Okay. No. It, it was just up and down the whole night to me, for me at least. I don't know about everybody else, but it wasn't one of their better ones. It definitely wasn't. And the next pay-per-view is what, Forbidden Door? Yes, I think so. Uh, yeah, I think okay. it's Forbidden Door. It All should right. be. Well, hopefully there's it's not six hours, and it uh, seems they started to... I won't hold my breath on that one. <laughs> I hope that. If it's, not, if it's not six hours, it'll be five hours. <laughs> there we go. Nikki just took the lead. Um, Are they, I don't see. I don't, my phone doesn't give me any updates. I'm sick of it. Okay. JMO had a perfect game going into the eighth. I saw, uh, I was watching the game before we got on, and I was, was too. Shoving. And then I checked the time. I was like, "Shit!" Um, Rizzo just singled the center, scored two, so they're winning two nothing. I don't know. I'm glad my phone's working. I don't know what in it is or whatever, but what I do. Oh, bottom of the eighth, two one. Um, I want to talk about one thing from Monday night, unless you're all, unless there's oh, anything I know exactly. to touch more on with. I know we can move right on. And I know exactly what you're going to talk about because it was the best thing on Raw. Yeah, <laughs> you, you bring it up. Well, it was Cody and Seth. Cody, was it? it was that yep. the one you're talking about? Okay. Uh, that's, that's the only thing I went to sleep after that. 
I think a lot of uh, people did too. <laughs> I was in the ratings. I was, yeah, I was on a tape delay. I was watching it a little later. Um, I think the it Rangers awesome. might have been on, or I was doing something. I think the Rangers were playing, and I think they were. I watched that, and my buddy's texting me, and he goes, "Dude, he goes, go back, watch oh. Rollins and awesome. and Cody." He goes, I'm not going to tell you anything but one line. And that one line that he told me didn't even ruin anything. And I was like, all right. I'm like, if he's fucking telling me to watch it, let me go watch it. So I go back in the house. I uh, I go watch it. And they've never said so much by saying so little. It was awesome. Like MJF. For the for that little pop, he dropped WWE's name, mm. and it worked with how he did it because right. it was factual, one thousand percent. The mm-hmm. last fifteen to twenty people Tony Khan brought in were released by WWE. And listen, it's yep. I'm not that type of pro. He's a WWE guy. Everyone has jobs. You know, listen, if I worked at McDonald's and went to Wendy's, am I a McDonald's guy or am I someone who just needs a job? Right. <laughs> you know, so like it to me that that shit is stupid because it's you you know, even like with Aleister Black, you know, he left WWE, people were upset of how he was treated in WWE. But then when he goes to AEW, they're like, "Oh, you just signed a WWE guy." Like, what right. do you want your guy to like succeed and do good? So by by Rollins saying everything he said and did not mention those three AEW letters, I think was perfect because he didn't have to. Mm-hmm. He didn't no, have he to didn't say have it. To. There's a way you can have your audience figure it out themselves, whereas AEW kind of just comes out and tells you. Yeah, they you know WWE does it differently. Um, they they shoot their shot differently to uh, over at AEW. Um, They're more the tongue in cheek. I feel yeah. WWE to where it's oh, like mm-hmm. you know what we're saying, but we're not actually going to say it. Oh, definitely. But the Rollins Cody thing, it, I cannot wait for this Sunday Hell in a Cell match. Should be awesome. It, it, that's the segment on Raw with them was just the pull apart was great. The promos were great. Cody running into the crowd after Rollins was perfect. Did Did you catch what Rollins did? Which is why Cody jumped uh, jumped the barricade. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.
I caught it. I think about the second no, time. Rollins did the Stardust kiss. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, so then I he did that. that. I was like, yo. I'm like, I watched Broken Skull Session. I know he hates that shit. So the fact that they, you know, that he said that and you got that reaction. But everything, literally everything Rollins said from top to bottom, you know, you can't take a throne to my, you can't take a sledgehammer to my throne and then expect to come back and like sit in it. Like everything Cody did, you know, in AEW to take shots at WWE, Rollins threw like right back in his face. You know, you, you and your friends try to put us out of business. It's like, yo, it's like, this is, this is what should have been the story from the start. Because not only is Rollins a dusty guy, he's a Triple H guy too. Right. So, and you know, that's why it, it's, it's unfortunate that he can, Triple H can't wrestle anymore. Cause you could have, you could, after the Rollins thing ends, on Sunday, you and I assume Cody's going to win. We'll see what happens. But after, oh, yeah. you could have had him come out and then a stare down and then build that match up to Summers. Oh, man, I'm so mad that it's not going to happen, but it's all right. The, the timing, while perfect to get Cody in for WrestleMania, it's unfortunate that, you know, Trips is not healthy enough to compete in the ring. Yeah, it's. I don't know. Also, Somebody said on Twitter, they said, "Well, you know, Ric Flair's having a match, so why can't?" <laughs> Just because Ric Flair is having a match doesn't mean he should. That's Does right. not mean he should. Ric Flair should not be in a ring uh, at all. So you can't. You definitely can't compare the two. But no. I. W- it would have been. It would have been great mm-hmm. for for Triple H to definitely. You know. I don't know who's still around from NXT. Maybe, maybe Owens, but Owens doesn't need it. I feel like Triple H can come back in a non um, no, physical yeah. role and be like, listen, yeah. Cody, just because I can't get in the ring doesn't mean I can't get my payback for all the shit that you did. He so, could come back. He could come back as a heel authority figure if he wanted to. The only thing is, I don't know if he at this point in you know his career he can get the fans to boo him because he's so beloved and you know he can't wrestle anymore. And it's it, I don't know if the fans would boo him, but you could bring him back as a heel authority figure at some point and feud with Cody or whatever. They'll never boo him again. It's no, nah, I don't think they will. You know. What he went through, what he what he went through physically, mm-hmm. health wise, and you know as he's recovering, you know you have Nick Khan, Vince, and Bruce demolishing everything he put his heart well, he's into. Back. He's back full time backstage. I don't know what he's right. doing, but he's, I don't ba- know what he's, he's back. But... He's back, but like they they still destroyed NXT. You know, the original yeah. NXT, you know, it's... Oh, tell me about it. Getting but, to that show and doing coverage for that show, that, now that's a challenge. That's, <laughs> that is hard. That's when I got a really, I'm like, oh my God, what am I supposed to do right now? That's when you need some shocked energy drink, which is also, oh, which is also another sponsor, but they are the sponsor for... They usually do WWE trivia, 
But I don't think we even have a promo code right now. That might be that might be in the works. So I'm just going to remove that and jump back to Raw real quick with Hell in a Cell. Well, I have the I have the card here. You want to run through it and okay. then do predictions. There we go. There we go. All Let me right. get my handy dandy notepad. Um. All right. Let's see here. All right, I'll start at the bottom. I'll start at the bottom here. We have we have Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and Liv Morgan versus Judgment Day, Edge, Rhea Ripley, and Damian Priest. Um, look, actually, looking forward to this one. Uh, you know, I think it'll be a really good match. I'm just hoping we see another addition to Judgment Day. I think we do, which is why I'm picking them to win the match. Yeah, me too. Uh, I, I. What were you gonna say? I, I was just gonna say Balor. Even though I like Balor, Styles, and Morgan together right now, but uh, makes too much sense. I have a Judgment Day win right now. I have a few things about this. Um, I think Balor, Morgan, and AJ being together does the absolute most for Liv Morgan. Oh, definitely. When, you know, when they throw it up, AJ and Finn, and then Morgan stretches up to do it too, you genuinely see enjoyment and excitement on her face. Yeah, she's happy to to be there. To me, that's awesome. That means, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, when you love what you do. Exactly. (laughs) Liv Morgan getting the rub, all right. (laughs) But, um... (laughs) She's getting the rub for sure. I like it. It's also crazy that you're going to have Edge, Finn Balor, and AJ Styles in the same match. Yeah, like, it's crazy like when you think those, about it. That talent right there, it's... Coming I think that's awesome. Different, it's honestly coming from three different eras, really. If you think about it, you know, you got Edge who started, you know, in the Attitude Era. They have Styles who... You know, started in the early 2000s, but he was a TNA guy. And then he had Finn Balor, who, you know, was the New Japan and Bullet Club and all. They got three different guys that are were in totally different directions in their career. So it's, it's a, it'll be a good match. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that. And we're um, both going with Judgment Day. Yes. Then we got the U.S. title match, Theory and Mustafa Ali. Um... I just don't know. If you have Ali lose, what was the point of bringing him back? Like, but I don't get it. Like, they, you know, they had him lose on Monday to Theory. They had, like, an impromptu U.S. title match. That idea. Then, I caught a little bit of that. Um, so, I don't see them taking the title off of Theory, but I don't see them having Ali lose again. So, you know what? I'm going to say this ends in DQ. I think they go the lame route and have it end in DQ. And have a kid just continue to go. Because I don't know, like, you can't take the title off theory already. That means that means Vince has given up on him. Or not given up on him, but taking a step back on him. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm going to go with theory for that reason. I was honestly, I was leaning toward Ali. But then, like, when you were saying, what, what was the point of Vince bringing him back? Mm-hmm. To fuck with him, pal. 
Because that's what Vince does. Listen, there's, if you're not happy, you don't have to be here. But then there's, I'm not happy and I'm going to bitch about it on Twitter or on social media. Right. And I'm not, I'm not taking sides, but I'm just going with how I think the, the old man Mm -hmm. works. And listen, he's been on TV with theory since survivor series survivor series i was sitting in the barclays center waiting praying for the rock to come out for his anniversary and then you have fury and vince with the whole egg oh oh pal the rock gave me this egg but then it's (laughs) like (laughs) when i watched that i i just i couldn't even believe it i was just like what like really or what is this like what did we enter like is this like Disney now what is this I, I was very upset with that but it's now june it's june 2nd and yeah. vince has been with this kid for what eight months wow. now almost put him in a high profile match and Mania with McAfee and Stone Cold came out. Vince had his old ordeal. So he sees something in him, and I see something in him too. So I, I just mean, don't see. Uh, I'm going to go with DQ. DQ. I like your DQ. I'm huge on Austin Theory. Even oh, when he was in NXT, even, has- even when he had that short stint with Rollins, I'm like, this yeah. is. This is our generation, Randy Orton, in my in my mind. You know, mm-hmm. young talent that he has the athleticism, he has the charisma, he could probably do it all. So to me, Ninth ever grade. since yeah, I was I'm always I've always been big on theory, and I could I could see him losing the title just so like Vince could be like, I thought I believed in you. And then, like, maybe it could, like, yeah. lead to him winning a bat. But you know maybe. what? But for his first defense on pay-per-view right. to lose it, I don't think that's going to happen. So No, I I'm think gonna they'll go take theory. the lane. They'll take the easy way out and go for DQ or something like that. Yeah. But the next match we got, Kevin Owens and Ezekiel. Kevin Owens continues to make this entertaining and Honestly, him and Sami Zayn would probably be the only people to make this entertaining. So, yeah. props to Kevin Owens. <sighs> Ezekiel's going to win. That's yeah, what say. Uh, with, without I, a doubt. Without a doubt. Ezekiel is winning. I, I Part of me can't believe that Kevin Owens went from main eventing WrestleMania with Stone Cold to this. But here we are. <laughs> but I have Ezekiel now, winning. I was thinking the same thing with with you that only Sammy and only uh, KO could really get this over the way it is. Even with Chad Gable, shoot, like He's little the only things one that could like, get that over. Yeah, yeah, like stuff like that. I like, and I agree with you. I it's. Do you think maybe it's because there's one champion now that? This is the reason why Owens is in this sort of program as to what just happened with Austin? I think so. Um, 
Yeah, I would go with that. But even, like, I was just shocked. Even the night after WrestleMania on Monday Night Raw when, he, you know, Ev Owens was in the ring cutting promo and then he Ezekiel walked out and I was like, this yeah, Owens just, like, you couldn't give him anything better. But, hey, it it's entertaining me. I'm entertained by it. He got it over, so. I love At first, it. I was like, what, first, I was like, what the heck are they doing? But. I like it now. And you know what you could do? And I kind of don't want to say this because it's going to get stolen. But when Elias does come back and he grows his beard, all he has to say is, now you, you can all tell me what WWE stands for. And that is, where was Elias? Oh, there oh. we go. They, Throw it on a shirt. <laughs> Vince, Vince is going to steal it now. That's it. Vince's Vince has got yep, that's it. Vince gets steal that one. Um Okay, now we got let's see, let's move on. Bobby Lashley and versus Omos and MVP. I could genuinely care less. I don't care. Um There's Bobby no Lashley, winners. Yeah, there's, there's no, no winners in this match. It's just the losers and it's us. Yeah, I, I don't really care about this match. Lashley is a big star. But I just don't know where they're going with Omos. I really don't care. I, I'll just go with um, I'll go with Omos and MVP in this one because I know Lashley. I think Lashley won the last one, right? Then he went at Mania. I don't know. I don't really care about this. Um, so I'll go with Omos and MVP because I think that's where Vince probably would decide on. <sighs> You know, I wrote Lashley down, but then I feel like it could go either way. It's a handicap match, so uh, <laughs> it's a. Uh, I gotta just post this real quick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ladarius. Uh, <laughs> it's my wife's not a wrestling fan, and when I do the Vince impression, she gets a kick out of it. I mean, it definitely kills my throat after because I have to, uh, you know, hydrate with some water, but it's worth it. Hydrate with some water, pal. Yeah. God damn it, pal. Um, God damn it, pal. With Omos and Lashley, you know, I I just wrote Lashley down, and then I was thinking maybe MVPs in the in the match to be pinned or to do the pinning. Because because mm. here's my thing. I think I think they put the MVP in the match so people would care. <laughs> that's what that's what I think. And I guess it is. But I guess it is better than having another singles match with Lashley and Omos. So I guess the, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just don't care. I don't. You know. I don't really care who wins. You know, I don't want to spend much time on this. I don't care either. I'm right, gonna go with to- Lashley. I'm going to go with Lashley. Right. It could go either way. I... It, it really could. It's to me, I've, Lashley needs to, I think Omos needs to win more. But like, if Lashley wins, then he's 2-0 and and then the feud's over. If Omos wins, then they're 1-1, one and one, then we have to see this again. <laughs> We're going to see it again no matter if we like it or not. <laughs> It's terrible. All, All right. right. Yeah, we'll, I'm going we'll with Lashley. On. We'll move on. Hey, we got two more left here. 
Uh, this one I'm, is one of the ones I'm looking forward to. The Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch versus Asuka. Triple threat. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a really good match. I think – I don't know if it will be – it's not going to be better than Cody and Seth. Cody and Seth are going to steal the show. But definitely. this is definitely going to be – this is going to be probably the second best match of the night. Um, Belair's not losing this. I, no. I don't see it. There's no way they would just put the belt right back on Becky. And I don't see Oscar winning either. So Becky I, doesn't need she, the belt. No, not right now. After she just lost it. I don't think she needs it. Becky is getting more promo time than the actual Raw Women's Champion. Becky's always yeah. going to be a focal point of that uh, of Monday Night Raw all the time. And uh, I think yeah. she doesn't need the belt, which is why they took it off her. Because she doesn't yep. need it. You know, it's it's better for it to be on Bianca. And I agree with you. I'm going with, with Bianca. Once I first heard this match, I'm like, throw this motherfucker in the cell. I want to see these three in, yeah. in, in the Hell in a Cell. But then I was like conflicted because then it went against what I said last week. How just because it's a gimmick name pay-per-view doesn't mean you have to have every title match That's how I feel. in the cell. I and, hated and when they did that. Hated it. I was, you know, I have my Hell in a Cell shirt on. It was a Toys R Us exclusive Funko Pop shirt with uh, Mankind and The Undertaker. This, there we go. This is Hell in a Cell. Right. This is when Hell in a Cell was the thing. You know, you know, the first one with Michaels and Undertaker, there was almost a year long build, it felt like, leading up to it as to why this belongs in the Hell in a Cell. Not just because, God damn it, pal, it's October. Throw him in the cell. <laughs> it's like, no, you know, now it's in June and now they're. I wanted the Raw Women's Championship inside the Hell in a Cell because I felt, in a way, the story could work with it. In a way, personally, I I don't I don't like seeing the Hell in a Cell twice in one night. I just don't. I don't like seeing it twice in one night. Because would you have had, like, you bring up Taker and Mankind? Would you have had? Another Hell in a Cell match on that pay per view with King in the Ring in '98. You could it would have <laughs> it would yeah it would have taken away from what Taker and Mankind did. So I agree. It just it makes no sense. It doesn't make it. You ha- give it to the feud that makes sense. These this feud with Bel Air and Lynch and Oscar was just thrown together. It really has no meaning behind it. It's going to be a great match, but it doesn't it have has... too much of a meaning behind it. It has. No, I guess, real meaning because, you know, of what happened with Naomi and Sasha walking out. But I felt like Becky made it work on Monday when, you know, when she cut her promo and she was saying how, you know, how she had to give up the title to Asuka. Mm. That she's not under underestimating Asuka because, you know, she won the money in the bank. And, like, you know, she gave her the title. And Becky's like, that's my fault for thinking Asuka could just get things handed to her. I thought that was a fantastic line. Then Asuka came out. Then Bianca came out. And then it was like, 
it works for the Hell in a Cell, but after hearing the Rollins and Cody promo right. and the aftermath of that, that is the only match that belongs inside Hell in a Cell. I'm yeah, actually they're... even happy that Roman's not even on the card because they would have been forced to put him in a Hell in a Cell. Yeah, they, he didn't have to be on this card. This, I think, I think Cody and Seth being the main event is enough. I don't think Roman needed to be on this card, but I guess we can move into it. We got Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, the main event, Hell in a Cell. Part of the, you know, the first two matches, Cody won, so we're on to number three. It's going to be the blow off of the feud. <sighs> I think I got Cody winning. I have Cody I, winning. I'm with you. I have Cody going full Batista, going three and zero on 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 Rollins, and maybe this propels Cody into winning the Money in the Bank because it's almost like I feel that it's like a. Warload MJF thing. It's like, where do they both go from here? You know, Cody wins. He and to me, Cody winning ends the feud. And it's they're already three, and you know, it's already the third match. This has been going on since Mania. I'm not listen. They could go for the rest of the of the year. They can yeah, cut promos. So <laughs> it's to me because it's not boring. You know, yeah. how many times have we seen the same match over and over and over and over again on Raw? Or on, right. even on some pay-per-views. You're like, oh, wow, them again with another stupid... This, they've done this perfectly, mm-hmm. I feel. Perfectly. I don't think an outside guy has ever come in after being one of the top guys from an outside company has ever come in and became a huge main star or kept that star power right away. Jericho came. He was like, eh, you know, like when Goldberg came, like when Jericho first debuted, it wasn't hot right away. Yes. No. He interrupted the rock, but then, you know, it, it took him a while. It, took it him did a while. take him a while. You know, Cody, even though he was a former WWE guy, he was the main person who got AEW off the ground. He he he's probably he's basically the reason it's even a thing. Yeah, so it's you know, and I know Vince is not worried about competition. <laughs> no, he's not you know, worried. He's he's and if you don't agree with that, then just look at everybody he released for the competition. Right. So for Cody to be this hot. The pyros, the you know, he gets to his own music still. Everything that he built mm-hmm. outside when he left WWE, they let him bring that back. He beats yep. Rollins at Hell in a Cell, and to me, I think it's going to be the best Hell in a Cell match that there well, I think was. I I don't know about ever was, but I think it'll be the best one I've seen in a while. I'm hoping. I think they'll pull it off. I think the best one was Edge and Rollins in. That was great. So that, that was probably the last good one I see. That was probably the last one they had. So I that think was, it was that yeah. Was re- uh, that was really good. Um, but I, I think that, 
think it'll top it. Yo, I think so for sure. I think it will definitely top it. And Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Where does Cody go from here? Like, who does he feud with uh, next? I have a hot take. Okay. Got another hot take. Sass out with the hot takes tonight. I think Bray Wyatt shows up. I think he comes back. He's been teasing it all, like, for days on Twitter. He's going to do something. He's going to return. I don't know if it's for AEW. I don't know if it's for WWE. But I think it makes too much sense. I, I, I think- can see that being Cody's next opponent. And that would be funny and ironic mm-hmm. because I feel that in Hell in a Cell is when Bray Wyatt's career died as the Fiend. Hell, it was murdered. <laughs> and for it to be resurrected in Hell in a Cell again if he comes back. That's what I'm thinking. I do you just uh, you're getting me a little excited now because I'm just picturing <laughs> the Firefly Funhouse. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I, I want old Bray Wyatt. Oh, you don't want the feed? Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. I want the old Bray follow, Wyatt. Like yep. the lantern? Yep, that's who I want. I, I, I like the feed <sighs> in the beginning, but Towards the end, I just thought it was ridiculous. I liked The Fiend after we realized what it was. Like, when Bray was just doing those random Firefly Funhouse with no explanation, he was like, goodbye. It was like, okay. I was like, where is this going? I remember when I first saw the first one, and... I just remember going, we went to commercial after, and I just remember saying to myself, okay, Vince has lost his mind. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's the first thing I said. I said, oh, my God, it's it. He's he's officially lost his mind. And But then it got better after that. But then, like we said, the Hell in a Cell match with Rollins, it, after that, I, could, I, I, I hated it. And you want to know why that happened? That that terrible Hell in a Cell match that ended in a disqualification. Oh, it was so bad. It's because it their feud, Rollins and, and Fiend, their feud trickled into the month of October. And Vince was like, God damn it, pal. Get the cell down. It's like, <laughs> no, we don't need it. Stop doing this. Yeah. Stop it. Listen, Royal Rumble, January, WrestleMania, April, SummerSlam, well, it's now in July, but SummerSlam in this summer and Survivor Series in November. 
Those are the only gimmick pay-per-views you need to keep, and that's the only way it should be. Stop with this TLC, money. I was on the fence about money in the bank, but I'm over it now. I mean, I I think... I like that pay-per-view. I think it should be its own pay-per-view. It it should be. And the two ladder matches for the men and the women is understandable. I get that. But just enough with the gimmick months and the gimmick pay-per-views because it ruins things. And if The Fiend does come back, if Bray Wyatt does come back, I would want to see The Fiend. Because all you have to do, all you have to do is... If they do it right. All you have to do is give me... We have a few comments from Ladarius. I don't want him to think we're not seeing them. But even Ladarius is saying, you know, give me Rhodes here. And I think that after Cody wins, that his next road is going to lead to Bray Wyatt. I hope only so. because only because you said it because to me who 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 else is it who else is it Owens like like how is yeah. that going to work how is that going to well, work because that could be another one because they're friend him and Rollins are friends and stuff like that so that could work right so then you're telling me that Owens is going to lose at Mania he's going to lose that um well he just signed a contract he has to lose it. Sell. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I feel like whatever Cody gets into after this, he's gonna he's going over. I don't see him losing. The next time Cody loses a match where he is pinned, it's going to be when he loses the WWE championship. I feel. So like I don't think like he, he can't either lose. that either that or they have him have a, a first match at Roman. And he loses, and then he wins. They have a they have a rematch, and he wins the rematch. I can see that happening. Like saying Roman, oh, you, you were so close, but you lost. But now, okay, we'll like give you a rematch. Usos, Usos yeah. interference or some shit like that. I, I can mm-hmm. see that. That's the only thing. But when do you do that? Like how soon? I think like, SummerSlam. It, it's. I think SummerSlam. I'm hearing. With how the tag titles went and that build, I honestly thought we were getting Roman and Riddle at Hell in a Cell Oof. for the title. That would have been a good match, but it, it would have been a nice filler, you know, a nice yeah, filler where you filler. know, you know, Riddle's not going to win, but they'll tease the shit out of it to where you you'll be like, right. is he? Especially if you only put one title on the line. You know, and, and easy. Roman could be like, you're not worth both titles. I'll, I'll put this raw belt on the line for you, and you're even lucky I'm doing that. Right. Something like that. And it's it fits the character. It fits Paul Heyman to where it could be, you know, Paul Heyman work, the, le- the legality of it, the contract or whatever, but... <laughs> Paul I, Heyman working legalities. I don't know if that's smart. <laughs> it's definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. I, I I don't know where Cody goes from here, you know, because we're not getting Roman on the pay-per-view. We're not getting Riddle on the pay-per-view. And I honestly I think, thought think with we're gonna that find knee out shot, there. with that knee shot that, Rome, that Riddle gave Roman, I'm like, oh, shit, we're going to get Roman and Riddle at Hell in a Cell. And then, you know, Roman takes off money in the bank. Mm-hmm. And then at SummerSlam, we get Orton and, and Roman. Because that's a big match. 
I feel. I just don't know. Uh, Oren's out now with an injury, so I don't know when's he come back. I have no idea. Is that a legit injury? Like his is it I think his it back is. or it's someone his back. I I think it's legit. I don't know if it's storyline. That's upsetting. I haven't heard that it is. I I mean I don't I'm not in love with the Nakamura Riddle. Um it's all right. Tag team. I feel like it's just another two guys thrown together, but it makes, at least it makes sense in a way to where they're both the bloodline hurt both their partners. So like they came together to avenge them and take the tag titles. But then it's like, makes sense. Yankees won. Good. They swept that double header today. Um, it makes sense for sure, but it's, I like it though. I like when, you know, you don't know where, where things are going. Me too. but one thing that I do know where it's going is that Ladarius is also going to be skipping the Bobby Lashley, Lashley. Yeah. <laughs> Omos MVP match. Fortunately, I can't. <laughs> and Ladarius also agrees with uh, with you, Sal, that um, he can't see Theory losing the, the championship, but you know it could end in a DQ. Be interesting. It'd be interesting, but you know, I'd like to see. A good match between. I hope that it doesn't. The GQ doesn't just happen quick. I hope it, you know, leads it leads up to it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I I think that would be, you know, give Ali a couple of of near falls. You have, um, yeah, make Gary a good trying match. to cheat to win, and then you know take it from there. But it's definitely, um, I mean, I think we both could agree. Looking at it, I'm going to take a guess that the top three added a six matches. That we're looking forward to, I would say in this order, Cody and Seth. I want to put Judgment Day. I'm going to call him the club. I'm going to put the Judgment Day and the club as the second most anticipated match because they would be my third. I put that at three and then the Raw Women's Championship at two. Okay. I could. That's what I, that's what I would do. I know the women are going to tear it down. I'm putting Judgment Day as two because it's like, does Ciampa join? Do yeah. the Viking Raiders join? Does someone who is floundering that could be saved by joining does Edge's Finn, group join? Does Finn join? I don't want him to join. Me either. He's not a background guy. If he's if he he founded the Bullet Club. If anything, he's the leader of a group, you know, yeah. or it's like he's with like AJ to where they're both, they're both on the same level. I don't think that we need Finn to be another background guy. No, he couldn't be a background guy. I mean, unless you want two leaders and then eventually have Finn and Edge have a match later, they, you know, have disagreements and then they split up. I, I don't know. It's too, too much, too chaotic, but. We'll see. Which is why I feel like this group, you know, you have Damian Priest in there who you're building. You know, the exposure mm-hmm. alone with being with Edge is great. And, you right. know, the same thing with Rhea, who was floundering in that hopeless women's division in WWE. You know, yeah. she's there now in a main role. And I feel like they're going to 
maybe give Rhea like the China treatment to where they're going to let her get physical with the guys in a way where like how China did. I mean, listen, Rhea, she could do it. You know, she has that look. She looks intimidating and, you know, even getting an AJ Styles face. I think she might've been taller. She's like, okay, get out of here. Yeah. Like, 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 like I don't need you, which I like. No, she's a star. She's she's definitely a star for sure. And, you know, it's it's definitely interesting the outcome of what's going to happen at Hell in a Cell because I feel like it's going to set the table for Money in the Bank and then SummerSlam because mm-hmm. we're getting to that time to where I feel that WWE usually turns it up in the summer. You know, they yeah, they, they get they a little do. crazy. So <sighs> I don't. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, match of the night is definitely going to be Cody and, and Seth. It's Hell be. in a Cell. It's going to be a banger. And I just don't know where they go from here. And I think that's, I think maybe that's the best part is not knowing. Because so many times, you know, I'm on Twitter, I'm reading the dirt sheets, you know, WrestleZone, no DQ, you know, Sean, like, what's his last name? Sean Rossap. Yes. I follow him. Yeah, I follow him. I, you know, he's great to follow. You know, he's very informative. But he's like the I, Jeff, he's the Jeff Passan of wrestling. That's yes, that's great. I like that. That that's good. I um, I don't know where this is gonna go, and I'm hoping that you know, with these accounts that I follow, that I try not to like click into the click into it to see like, Oh, who's returning. I like being surprised. So it could go so many different ways, but seeing Cody win, I think is a no doubter three, and know, and maybe you're right, Sal, maybe, you know, in August, I'm sorry, in July, Cody and Ra- and Roman, which would be makes sense. <sighs> Unless they want to stretch it out even further and go to Mania next year, but I have a pretty good idea of what that match will be for Roman. We all do. Listen, intervention time. It's segue. <laughs> I am a huge Rock fan. I love the Rock. He is my all-time favorite. Um, you know, Deadly Games. WrestleMania 15, you know, the nation, everything, you know, everything back then that caught me onto him. It just, it kept me there. He, he's literally electrifying. I was hoping for him at SummerSlam. I'm sorry, Survivor Series, you know, it was his anniversary in the same city that he debuted. I'm like, oh shit, he's going to be there. You know, I got $400 seats, which no. I'm not giving. I know. I even ordered a stupid share of Ticketmaster, which took a long time to get. And then only for not knocking him. An egg. Only for a biggie to be on it. So, like, I wasn't. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The egg you're talking about. I ordered the uh, pay per view chair, like the actual, like, ringside commemorative mm-hmm. chairs that you take home. Right. I didn't have ringside seats. So, you were able to order the chair off Ticketmaster. And I did that rather than haggling someone on the street then you know throwing right. the boys bar so i'm like let me just order it 
I'm thinking, you know, Survivor Series is always raw on SmackDown. It's going to be a six chair or maybe The Rock is just on it. And then it was Biggie. Not knocking Biggie, but I wouldn't have went through the trouble to get the chair if I knew that. So, like, The Rock has been teasing me so long since WrestleMania <laughs> 29. That's the last – That to me, that's his last match. You know, WrestleMania 29 versus John Cena. That bullshit uh, at WrestleMania 30... 32. Two. Yeah, he had like so, a six minute. Me rock bottom. He like lit his name on fire. Give a rock bottom to Redbeard. One, two, three. That's not a. That is not a match. I saw the Rock's last WrestleMania match. So did I. Put down. I was there. Oh. Yeah, twenty nine. Twenty nine. I was there. Did you, I were you at thirty five too, or just twenty nine? I was. I was. <laughs> I was. I was. I was That's at thirty five too, that. and froze to death. <laughs> yeah, me too. That was that was a really cold, cold, yeah. rainy, wet, long night. Longest wrestling show in history. I was at. So, yeah, that was wild. Thank God I didn't drive that day. Um, but my intervention is for you, Dwayne Johnson. Stop yeah. this bullshit of teasing us. You know, with your Young Rock show dropping hints. Of Roman and you facing off the two big Samoans. Give it to me already. I'm I'm waiting for it. I want it. I thought we were going to get it so many times. COVID fucked up the timeline of when Meanie was supposed to be in Cali. It was supposed to be this past year. So now that it's in Cali next year, the stars are aligned. I read that he has no movies, no projects yeah, for the I've first quarter. That. Give me Roman and The Rock. I think it's with the happen. belts, with the belts. I don't want to hear it, that this feud doesn't need the belt. It needs the belt. It needs the belt because it's you can't be. He's head not going to have one of them. He's not going to have one of them. That 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 WWE Championship is going to Cody at some point, and I think it's going to be at SummerSlam. I, I he, he'll have one of them. Is it is it a Money in the Bank cash in? I don't want Cody to win that. I just I don't want to see a cash and I want to see a good match. I want to see a story. Nice build, yeah. A nice build. I don't want to see oh, oh Cody's running down. And you know what? To put a pause and to wrap up the intervention real quick, Rock, just come back. Come on. Enough of this. Enough with teasing us. Stop teasing the fans. Give us what we want. Come back. back. And even though I'm a fan of the Rock. He will come back and he will acknowledge Roman Reigns as the head of the table and the tribal chief. But that's for WrestleMania. Back to what you were saying about Cody winning the belt at SummerSlam. I do want a story. I don't want a – I don't want to cash in because Rhodes family and the I Only family – I feel like is a storyline right there. You know, Cody could be like, oh, yeah. you're the head of the table. You're even Cody's, you know, his opening before his music hits. There's more than one um, royal famous family. Ro- royal family in wrestling. Obviously, he was talking about the McMahons. But yeah, but now that works perfectly for the Roman storyline. 
if he yeah, asked me, you know, you know, like, like, oh, you're doing this for your family. So am I. And Cody could get really passionate about it. And no, then you I have think Cody, it's... you know, with the mic and you have Heyman with the mic and you have Roman with the mic. I feel like that's going to be, you know what? Hell, get dusted out of AEW, bring his ass back. And, and and let's make it a let's make it a family versus family thing. Why not? No, I I, <laughs> I, I, I leave Cody to just Cody. I think that was a problem in AEW. I think yes, he had a whole entourage, and it was just like, why? All you need is yourself. Like you don't need Brandy, you don't need Dustin, you don't need Arn. Like you're Cody Rhodes, just be Cody Rhodes. Like don't bring all these people and bring out Pharaoh. Who? Isn't that his dog's name? What's his dog's name? Oh, his dog. Yeah, Pharaoh. Okay. (laughs) I was like, shit. Bring bring in him. Yeah, why not? But um, that was my intervention, is that just bring the rock back. I don't know if yours was SummerSlam. That, you know, and these interventions are for for the WWE. It can can be. Yeah, Roman, Cody, SummerSlam. Do it. I apologize for um, calling out The Rock. I didn't mean that. Maybe I need an intervention, <laughs> but... Um, he'll give you one. He'll give me a rock bottom, probably. Yeah. Uh, I think... I think we covered everything. Oh, um, yeah, we, we got it all. We did. I am going to try. Can't make any promises. It's my father-in-law's 60th birthday. I'm going to try and go live after Hell in a Cell just to do a little, uh, like, recap. I don't know if yeah. you're doing one for Wrestle and Inc., but I know you're going to be live not, tweeting, right? I'm not sure if I'm going to be doing covers on Sunday. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure yet. I know on Saturday night I will be doing – uh, regrettably, I will be doing coverage of NXT in your house, so that'll be my Saturday night at eight o'clock. So I'll be doing that. If you if anybody wants to join on the NXT fun, you know what's funny? I didn't even realize. <laughs> I didn't realize that NXT was on Saturday. No, it's just a it's a premier event. They're doing one of their it, like. Like how they used to have the takeover, yeah. The NXT takeover, it's it's basically like that. That's unfortunate. It's not called takeover anymore. Yeah, because they got to change everything. Mm-hmm. Um. So maybe you'll see us live. Maybe you won't, but you definitely can find Sal live tweeting the show over at Russell and Inc. on Twitter, and. I I think that's everything that we have for today. Um that's it. Yeah, so we shout out to shout out to MJF. Best guy yes. right yes. now. Yes. MJF, shout out to you. And I want to give a shout out to Ladarius for yes, always shout out to him too. Always being interactive with us on the show via YouTube. And I want to give a shout out to TJ for telling us to play it and get dangerous because that's what the Rangers will be doing in game two of the Eastern Conference Finals. And hopefully they go up 2 0. And no matter what, no matter if they win, no matter if they lose, 
You can always catch the scoreboard addicts doing their live reactions to the games. Make sure you tune into that. And I think that's all we have for tonight. We ran a little long, but there was right. a lot to talk about. Yeah, and there was a lot to talk about. You know, we we do it a little, you know, a little all over the place, but that's that's what that's wrestling, baby. You know, it's all oh, yeah. over the place and Hopefully you all enjoyed the show and we hope to see you all next time. See you later, guys. Good night. Good night. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.